Welcome to Metal Kingdom! Welcome to Metal Kingdom, where the podcast you want to hear about heavy metal and heavy metal related shit. The home for heavy metal. If you care about heavy metal, if you know heavy metal, if you love heavy metal, if heavy metal is coursing. If you sleep with heavy metal. If you let heavy metal fuck you at night and call you its bitch, then this is the podcast. For you, I am with the Monkey Man, or uh, as I call him, the cha- the Chainsaw Pit Beast, because he has been in more pits than anyone I know. Introduce yourself, my friend. I like the way I like to introduce myself as a God of the Road. And to my uh, to my other side, we have the uh, the Wild Dominican, uh, for- fellow heavy metal fan, has been to a couple of shows, in- mostly international. He is uh, he has du- he's seen a lot of shows overseas. How introduce yourself, Wild Dominican? Metal is the best shit. Mm-hmm. All right, and I am your metal king, ready to talk to you about the subject you live for—the crack of your soul. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about the international heavy metal scene and bands you may not know about that are playing currently. Ooh, spicy. The first thing I want to talk about is an amazing international band called Ghost Bath from mainland China, which is a depressive black metal band. Now, this band is very strange in which none of their songs have lyrics. All the lead singer do is scream into the, uh, the, the mic. The mic, but bro? Yeah, that's all he does. But his voice has a very strong, almost ethereal sense, like it's a phantom. Because, it, as you know, in Chinese culture, they don't really do much... There's not really much Satanism or horror in that aspect. All their horror has to do with, like, phantoms and ghosts and, and yeah, everything. Like, yeah. So, naturally, that their heavy metal, and if, they, if it goes to their folklore, that's what they're going to be focused on. Now, even though they are a depressive black metal band, they will jump from genre to genre with each song. They are very incredibly gifted and talented musicians, and who's ever doing the mixing, he is doing diamond-tight stuff. Their album actually came out on the first of the year, January 1st, and already when I heard the full first entire album, I would dare say that it was the best album of the entire year, and it being summer, I still haven't seen one album or one band that has topped them at all. So you're yes. telling me that they're the best and they the only thing they do is scream. Yes. Mm. There but here's the thing. Um it's a four piece. And there's four members and they all play their instruments so incredibly well. Like there are bands out there that you know, yes they have a really good singer, mm. but you know the rest of the band kind of falls short. Yeah, that's you true. Know? That's true. I'd rather have a band with a okay singer, but the rest of the band the whole the guitar, bass La so you, you, you enjoy yeah, all the musical aspects yes. of the... Yes. Now, I'm not saying that a great singer can't make things better. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, you got your Dio's, you got yeah, your... Oh, my your God. Judas, yeah. You got your Rob Halford's, you got your... But Ozzy I think... Ozzy Osbourne's. You got your Ozzy Osbourne's. But, like, I think that a band... If you know that your band doesn't have a good singer, you know, like, at the very least, let them do experimental shit. You know, That's let him. You, he's not gonna be that big of a part of it, so just have him. Let, but, let him scream, right? Exactly. Let him scream. Let him fuck himself up. Fine, but like, uh, I think that you know, a great singer that has to come. You can learn how to sing, but there has to be a natural talent um, that comes from you. Guitar playing and all of those are actually skills you learn, and you can become better over time. Yeah, but like, there's some people that like have like the ability to play like the guitar, like. 
Yeah, like Dimebag Daryl. Yeah. Who was amazing right from jump. Like that guy. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix, exactly. Slash. Slash. Oh, don't even get me started on Slash. Later. Huh? Later. 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 (laughs) Now, um, if you have not heard their latest album called Moon Lover, I suggest you go on YouTube uh, and listen to this masterpiece. I think it's one of the best. If I dare say it is still the best album I've heard all year. It's free. Grab a listen or do yourself a favor. Download it onto your MP3 or iPad or whatever you have and you will not be disappointed. If you're a fan of depressive black metal, this is the album, the band you have to watch out for. Uh, Monkey Man came over to my house. I heard it. Loved it. He loved it. He fell in love with it, and like we've been listening to uh, constantly, nonstop. Yeah. And we even because of that, we even went back and retro, you know, listened to some of their old stuff that was still pretty good. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is like, do yourself a favor, listen to Ghost Bath. The album is called uh, Moon Lover. Their title track is called The Lucky Number. And please, please, please hear this album. I'm gonna now. Um, I'm gonna open the floor. Is there anything one of you would like to talk? Yeah, about? Yeah. What do you think about baby metal? Oh, I okay. oh, we're getting on the subject oh, now. Okay. We're getting on the yeah, subject t- now. Tell me about Let's that. Go. Tell me about those. Monkey Man, you can start names. off this one. Okay. My first guy introduced to baby metal thanks to Metal King. Right on. He told he showed me like I don't forgive me. I don't. I really don't know the songs top of my head. But it was a music video. You know, it was all poppy. It was yeah. All, it was all candy. I absolutely. Hated it, but then it then it just went segued into like this, you know. All of a sudden, it just went hardcore. It went fucking brutal. No, no, no. It no, went, no, no, no. and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, and that was I, my expression. Yeah. That was the. And then I was like, "Why can't they do more of this?" Word, right? And I then think, I think they were around with Lady Gaga or something like that. Yeah, they did a tour with Lud. Their first tour, mm-hmm. U.S. tour, was a tour with Lady Gaga, which they they only did select cities. But eventually, they, you know, just a test if they had a market here. But they then, do. once they developed it, they were doing all... And I saw them at the Hammerstein. And it was just an amazing, amazing show, you know? Um, sure, you but the funny, so, the funny thing is that they're kids. It's yeah, like l- actually, the right, girls. Yeah, they're they're much older now. Like one, like the I think I forget their names in order, but like the oldest one, Suma, I think uh. she just turned eighteen. For real? And the other two are sixteen. Now. Oh, they grow so fast. They do. Now I went to see them at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. Uh, I think it was last year in November, and it was just an absolutely sh- great show. Not just because of the music. The music was great. Don't get me wrong, but they put on a really fun show. You know they 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 got they got a lot of theatrics up there. They got like you know they got their own style, and the uh, the crowd was really cool too because like like uh, if you're an anime fan and I'm an anime fan and my fellow compatriots here are also anime fans, we also are aware of like the Japanese trends and you know like you have like a lot of these cosplay girls and the Lolitas. So I was at the show and there was like this really odd mix of uh, patrons because on the one hand you had like these big burly. Death metal brute, uh, uh, killers. Like black they were dressed in black. They were huge anarchists, either with long hair or no hair at all. Like, like they were like three hundred pounds plus. And then on the other side of the room, you had like the sixteen-year-old little girls dressing their Lolita with their stuffed <laughs> animals. Really? Yeah, because oh, wow. they love their J-pop, you know. And I'm like, yo, someone's getting hurt today. Yeah. And it was really funny because when the because there were pits. 
And when the pits were getting going, like, you had the little girls with their, like, stuffed animals out there trying not to get hit. And I was like, these poor girls, they don't know how you know. And then it's funny. They don't know why they're getting too And it was so funny because on the one hand, you got, like, the, and they were, like, jumping around. And then they go, chomate, chomate. And I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. But uh, it was a, it was a lot of fun, and I, I when I when I first saw them, I was like Monkey Man here. I was like, oh, you know, there it's just the 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 gimmick is uh is gonna fade away. Uh, the gimmick is gonna fade away, and uh, and I said to myself, no, 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 keep going. Like uh, the gimmick was gonna fade away. And I thought to myself, you know, oh my God, this is going to be just a hot thing for now. And eventually, you know, like there, it's going to be more pop than metal. But as the time progressive progressed, like I've noticed that there, that the backup band was really, really good. It was a really, really good band because it was a band before it was baby metal. Like the like the the female singers, Sue Metal, Mo Metal, or and and whatever, and they were added later on, ah, because they were part of a of a Japanese idol group called uh, Sakura something. I can't remember the full name. Just insert Japanese here. Yeah, folks. <laughs> just just insert your own Japanese tale right there. So um, you know, and I even um watched some of the old Sakura videos just to see where they came from. You know. Yeah. You know, these Japanese idol, uh, like, if you don't mind me segueing a little. No, like, you know, these Japanese idol group, they're, they're pretty much the same. You know, they're very pink, very happy, and, you yeah, know, yeah. they start out young. And um, the funny thing is, like, uh, like when I saw the... It really makes you think, like, where did, where these people came from. And they did an interview with the guy who put it together. The producer? No, the... Actually, I think it was, like, the drummer or lead guitar. And he oh. said the reason why he did is because he was... He's a fan of metal, and he's a fan of idol music. Which wow. is really weird to hear. Wow. So, but here's the thing. I'm glad that they went, they did what they did. And I, I, I give it to the Japanese for being weird enough to try anything. Dude, you've seen, of course you have seen those sheer commercials. So yeah. let me tell you something. What do you think about the... Wait, wait, we're still on the subject. Oh, you still on the subject? Sit down, yeah. talk. We're, we're, we got a going thing on. Um, we're, we're talking, so like, uh, it's, it's... And you gotta give it up, like I said, you gotta give it up to the Japanese because they're weird enough to try anything, you know? And one guy says, you know, I'm willing to try uh, freaking idol music with these little teen girls. Like, and They mix, like, rap and, yeah, they, and metal. And I think what made... And when they were being received by the populace, it was like a mixed feeling. A lot of people were, like, getting, oh, this is gonna be suck. You know, I don't want anything to do with it. But then there were people like me who were like open-minded, open-minded and willing to give things more of a shot and it was really good because like like um the leads i think again I'm, i don't know which ones the, but the oldest one i think the, the the one in the middle she actually has a really good vocal style oh, she, she does. she's a really good singer and she's only getting better as she gets along um but the reception was very mixed at first because people don't know what to be make of it and there were like the purest, the heavy metal purists, like, oh man, I'm not gonna listen to this. This is garbage, you know. This yeah. too, this is too like, like soft. Yeah, exactly. This but too bubblegum. This mm-hmm. too bubblegum. But exactly. But if you're willing to stick around and really give something a chance, you're gonna really be surprised. And they're a really great band. Uh, I, I, I've downloaded all their songs. I'm a big fan. I subscribe to their YouTube page. And uh, let me ask you something. How many subscribers do they have? Do you, do you know? A lot. a lot, a lot. That's all I can say. That's a lot. lot. It's that's o- good. It's, that's good. It's over. It's over a thousand. It's over two hundred thousand, I think. Okay. Um, but um, 
there is, so, so what do you think about the changing the band like what do you think about the 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 band what's the name of wait this? you can't just jump on to another subject like no that. no it's not it's, if it's a, i'm still having a lot to say about oh Mel. okay 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 i need okay, a couple my of things calm down there yeah he, <laughs> okay keep calmate keep keep keep, keep um keep. i still want to talk about my experience when i went to see uh baby metal um one of the coolest i'm just gonna say this and then we can go on to another thing um, I remember I was uh, there were there were pits at the BB Metal show mm. naturally, mm-hmm. um, because well some of their songs are heavier than others like they have some songs that are more poppy but then they have songs like they have they have ba- death which is just straight death metal straight death, through yeah not, nothing like poppy or no pop no pop vocals at all it's just brutality like rapid fire and they were doing a walls of death now for those who don't know now all metal has know what a walls of death but for those who don't know what a walls of death and i've been part of a walls of death monkey man's been a part I, of I a walls of death oh yes and what it is is when the mosh pit dev- divides down the middle into two separate groups and they go on either side of the room and then when the beat drops one, two, two three, three, they rush each other, and it just becomes a complete bloody free for all. Oh yes, I've gotten really hurt in the walls of death. Monkey Man has gotten really hurt in the walls of death. <laughs> uh, I don't no, know if no, like this no. guy is because he's a bitch. <laughs> no, no, uh, you, he does have to go to more shows though. Um, uh, what I but what made this particular walls of death great is that two guys went there dressed as giant bananas. <laughs> And they divide it to either side. So you had these two gigantic man bananas on either side of the walls of death staring at each other. So wait, other. wait. Someone went to the other side. And the other yeah. Other side. They, oh, wow. And then it was like, one, two, three. And then the bananas went right for each other. I tell you right now, I would have paid a mission just for that. that was it was <laughs> worth it. I was like, this is fucking awesome. awesome. So let me tell you something. The Loritas, Loritas, were they like in the mosh pit or not? Um, some of them or none of them were because like the Loritas, they were Rising. really into the the pop aspect, which is really odd because like even though there is a pop sound, it's not a, it's not it's, a lot. It's not a lot. You know, like you you still have to have some appreciation for metal for this to happen. Which so kind of, which kind of makes you wonder if they ever sat down to watch the music videos of some of their uh, of some baby metal because I remember. There's one song called Gimme Chocolate. Yeah. That's just, that's just pure brutality right yeah, there. It's, yeah, it has one of the strongest hooks. Yeah, um, but, like, it was really, like I said, like, there were those that were really enjoying the pop acts, but they're singing along with the pop songs. There were those who were moshing to the brutal. I was doing both. I'm not going to lie. You, I were, like, you were dancing the pop. I was and, doing the pop, like, Jumante, Jumante! And then you were doing... Yeah! Yeah, it was a really fun show. If they come back... We gotta go see them. It just Indeed. has to happen. Um, but yeah, there were some Lolita kids. There were cosplay kids. You know, they uh, like Asian little Asian girls with painted <laughs> hair. It was like I was like in line with them. Like you don't know what the fuck you're in for. Um, this so, ain't no Comic Con. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, that was that. That's what happened. Um, any uh, Monkey Man? Anything you want to ask of our uh, open the panel to you? Well, actually, you've actually sold my questions of what happened at the show, openly, anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have to say something about Baby Metal. Mm-hmm. While I do respect their uh, their image of what they are, mm-hmm. I do like uh, to say to the producer of whoever organizing this, please don't give her something. Just give her like another two years, all right? I know she's growing up. You're going through that young 
You have to go through that young phase. Wait, that's, wait. A, that's a thing in so Japan. So you're saying you like, think that they're gonna change the, the the singers? Of course, that's a that's a thing in Japan. Yeah, like when wow. these. I, no, that's true. He's For right. Real? He makes a really that, good point. These idol sucks. groups, when you get to I think 25, yeah, you're out. They what? will replace you. Yeah, that's how they keep. You see, here's what they do with the idol groups. They will hire literally like hundreds of girls because an, an idol group can can consist of over 100 girls. Why? Because if they do, like, appearances at malls and stuff like that, they can do multiple appearances at once. That's one reason. And once you get to a certain age, you will be replaced. It's not a matter of if you'll be. You will be replaced. Yeah. And some of them, because, you know, they're part of a younger group, some of them earlier. Um, there, used, even, there was even a rule that you weren't allowed to date if you were in, uh, in, in, in one of these uh, pop groups. Indeed. In fact, there was a scandal last year. I think it was last year where one of them was secretly dating, and they they kicked her out. Oh yeah, I think I, I heard that. Damn, that's oh. that's rough. Bro. That one just got repealed. Now they can date. Now they're okay. Now, yeah, now, now, they now they're more human. Now, <laughs> they're not robots. <laughs> but uh, I think like here's he, uh, Monkey Man really puts up a really good point because if they're gonna still go with that kind of mentality, will they be replaced with other young girls? And I wonder that myself. Like, will they get replaced by three new little girls? Mm-hmm. And and that would be a shame because Sue Metal or what I, I keep forgetting the lead singer's name. She's really good. Indeed. She actually her voice really fits the band yeah, yeah. well. And for her to go just because she's like you know grown up. It would, it, I would, that would break my heart. Indeed. And if that does the, do, do the case, I hope she says, fuck it. And, and decide, do a new band. Do a new band. Yeah. Do a new band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. another project. And since we're talking about Japanese band, now that we're, we're on the subject, um, I recently discovered a new Japanese band. Uh, another, you want to they, they there's a new genre floating about called kawaii metal. This is real. Kawaii oh, metal. Kawaii metal. This is a thing now. I so they like dress like kawaii and they like. Yeah. So like, there's this keep one. Keep it at the comic cons, people. Stop <laughs> bringing it to my genres. Back, monkey man. Back, uh, I say. Uh, no. Um. Th- uh. There's this band called Made Metal Band. This is the actual name. They're a band from Japan. Oh, Made. Yeah. Yeah. And it. they're all really cute girls dressed as maids, but despite their uh, appearance. appearance and their gimmick, they're a really good band. So they're like hardcore. They they're hardcore. Like the two the there's two late lead singers, really great. They they alternate, lead guitar on point, bass basses out of the the like everyone in this band is fantastic, and uh, even if they didn't have that gimmick, I'd still listen to them. You mm. know they're they're hot. I'm not gonna deny. It. Yeah. But, <laughs> but they're really really good. And uh, if that's where this trend is going, I welcome it. I really, really do. Because let's face it, like, again, we're all fans of anime and everything. And there was a, a genre in Japan called Visual Key. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Yeah, yeah I know oh, what Visual yes. Key is. They, the they visual... put a lot of things in yeah. your face, and dude. Like, the hair. And, <laughs> some, and though some of the bands that emerge from this uh, genre aren't bad, I dare say it's better to focus on your sound over your image. I mean, anyone can look cool. But to sound great, that's the difficult aspect. Yeah, because I think that's a gimmick. The way yeah, you look, that's a gimmick. That's it. Exactly. Like these bands, if your if your band is focused too more on what it looks as opposed to how it sounds, it's gonna fail. It's just it's just that simple. Hmm. Um. One of the uh, like uh, I can name only a handful of really good uh, uh, visual key bands that I've actually liked. You know, um, one of them that actually was a visual key band and then they gave up on it. and I think it was all the better was Duran Gray. Oh hell yeah! You know, are you familiar with Duran Gray? No. Duran Grey was is this really cool uh, Japanese band. I think they kind of jumped from like thrash to progressive, 
mm-hmm. and metal, and they've even done st- tours here in the U.S. Hmm. Now they were a visual key band, you know, contact lenses, hair, all being all pretty, blah blah blah. But and they were they were really really good. But then they said, you know, fuck it. They gave up on that. Much like Pantera did, you know. Oh, they changed. They, they changed. They wore their normal clothes. And they just said, we're just going to make really good metal. Yeah. And that's where we go at. Now, Japan... Oh, that's the most important thing. Just to do good music, mm-hmm. bro. That's the most important thing. I think that once... Yeah, like... Um, once you really put passion into your music, it's always going to come out great. It's mm-hmm. always going to come out great. But if you're, like, going to half-ass it and treat your music like a product... Then what do you get? You get blood on the dance floor. That's what you get. And oh, blood on the dance floor. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I that bad. Yeah. Um, okay, we're, uh, uh, we're going to switch subjects again. Uh, I'm going to open the panel, uh, the floor. Anybody who have anything they want to talk about? I believe uh, Dominican Kid has something to say. Oh, you got something in mind? Oh, uh, no. I was about to talk about what, what was the name of the band that, you know, you, have you ever seen Death, Death Note? Yeah. Oh, oh, Maximum the Hormones. There you go. Oh, yeah. oh my was... God, I love Maximum the Hormones. First off, What's they up, were. People? First off, they were never a visual key band. No, never. They were. They were straight metal from the beginning. You know, fa- they're. First off, they're all nuts. They're crazy. <laughs> yeah. They are crazy. They're and their music reflects it because like there's. It's like their songs have ADD. Like, <laughs> like you. You think it's like going one direction. Yeah, like, bam, it's over here. You know. Bam. Like they. Uh, what's that? Zanzo Billy. Was it called? Yeah. Uh, Billy. Like that. That song is all over the fucking yeah. room. Country. It goes to rap. Rap. Pop. Goth. Yeah. And they. And the thing about it, the reason they do this because they actually make fun. Of different genres, Genre, yeah. you know, and I think that was really cool. And like the the lead the lead singer, the guitar. First off, there's no clear cut lead singer because no. everybody gets Sings. a shot. Yeah, everybody does something, and I think that's really cool. I mean, like it, to have a band with like three drummers, okay, whatever. But uh, how everyone's a, a singer where everyone can sing. That's just bananas. Yeah, you know, and it's never. And what's cool is they're one of the few bands. I mean, there are a lot of bands that are great to listen to. They're they're amazing, but they're one of the few bands that are just legitimately fun to hear. Yeah. You have such a great time listening to them, like you, you, you like. And again, we were talking about anime. They were connected to we. Uh, I found out about Maximum the Hormone like most people through uh, Death Note. Yeah, you yeah. know, and they did us and they did other things. You know, like they did one anime. They they did a theme for this one anime called uh, Air Master. Oh, which oh, um, I know that. Do you know that? Yeah, and uh, like I've never seen them live personally. I would. But love to I, I think that it's gonna be like the best thing in the world. Like they, it, they I think they just give everything mm-hmm. to the public if they're in the, like in the fucking concert. Yeah, the, the, and the cool thing is like I've seen video of them when they're like just they're just regular people. people yeah, like they, they just go like regularly dressed. I, I love if I can. You know, I think this is a subject we can all get upon. I love the bands. That are so fucking grounded that they they just love being regular people. Like, um, if you ever deal within the Latin metal scene, yeah. there's a band called Mago de Oz. We're all very big fans of it, you know. And Mago de Oz, like they're like they're from Spain and they're just regular dickheads. They like they don't you don't even have to pay them to do a show. Yeah, yeah. give them beer. Yeah. they'll play in your you backyard. Remember, you remember? Yeah. Like, do you have beer? I'll I'll, I'll be there. I'll play here. <laughs> Well, then you have like other bands like Rata Blanca. No, don't get me gone wrong. Uh, uh, big ups to Argentinian heavy metal. Um, I love Rata Blanca. They're a great band. But Adrian is like one of the biggest assholes out there. I'm he's sorry. Kinda, he's wow. kind of a bitch, bro. That's what I mean. Because he's always making like unreasonable demands. 
You know, like I and candles in my in my room. And believe it or not, I I was I actually worked at this one place for a little while at, uh, at the Ritz Theater in New Jersey when they were supposed to do a show there, and they canceled because not all their demands were met. Wow. And one the of the and moved. I shit you not, you know when one of their demands was what? girls, girls like uh, we were supposed to supply girls. Uh huh. Uh, like groups and shit, like I don't know what that <laughs> they is. They said girls. They, they said, said girls. Girls. <laughs> Give me girls. Uh, what, that, what that means, I cannot say because I was working under the person who was like you know orchestrating the okay. whole thing. But like they they won like a stretch limo and like this is God, the damn. fucking Ritz, all right? <laughs> we can't afford New Jersey, bro. Okay, we can't afford a bus ride for you people. What the fuck you want? So of course we're like, no, we're not going to do it now. You know, I was like, fuck, fuck you guys, fuck everybody. You know, I mean, again, big fan. No, but the show was really good, anyways. It, it was yeah. good. It was good. I yeah, we ended it. up seeing it at this place called the Coco Bongo. Big ups to the Coco Bongo for being brave enough to play a metal show. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, gracias, gracias, muchas gracias. Yeah, muchas gracias. Uh, ooh, uh, we're gonna get on that in a second. And but like Turata Blanca, please just fucking stop being prima donnas. We get it. You've been around since the '80s. You're huge internationally. Dude, you gotta say it in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they I have to. They, you know, so they can't understand it. The, the, while Dominican in, translate for me. Por favor, paren de ser tan perras. <laughs> <laughs> Y toquen y ya, no tienen que estar haciendo tanta demanda, joder, me tienen alto, que se jodan. No, no, no te jodan, ustedes son buenos. Ustedes son buenos. Escúchanos. Por favor. Sean un poco más como Mago de Oz. Yeah, like, just be chill, you yeah, know? Yeah, chill. You know, don't be such a dick. Um, now that we're going to get into that, we're going to talk about um, the, actually really good segue, into the New Jersey and by extent Elizabeth metal scene. Yes. Um, now, as an Elizabethan, as my compa- compadres here are, um, there's really not much metal... I belong to Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you talking, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, there's really not much metal to be talked about here, you know? No, I mean, no. there are some here and there, you know, some people in... It's like Dragon Balls, bro. Yeah, you you yeah, find their bits yeah. and bits. But, yeah. like, uh, it wasn't always like this. Like, in the 90s, there was a really big one. Like, oh, I didn't did. know that. No, like, in the 90s, you when, like, the high school let out, there were, like, groves of kids. You know, because, like, that's when, like, the new metal scene came out, like, Slipknot, oh, Horn, yeah. and everything. Oh, wow, high school metal. High school metal. And there was even a really cool record store before it went away next to the McDonald's. I remember um, that But once yeah. that, once it, but then, then the world changed, and then heavy metal around here just kind of just, like, said the bye-bye. Withered. Yeah. Now, there are some, like, you can find heavy metal, like, if you go to, like, uh, Newark, you know, there's some metal heads there. Uh, especially if you go to Hell's Kitchen, there's a lot of them there. Oh, yeah. Uh, New York. Definitely. Of course, that's, of course. You know, that's like the mecca. You know, and, um, but, uh, like, we've, there have been few metal shows here in Elizabeth, and me and the Monkey Man have been present to most of them. And and, yeah. Do you know any bands from Elizabeth? Um, um, I knew a cu- like I said, I knew a couple back then, you know, no. when there was really, but now so much, you know, they grew up, had their kids, and they kind of fizzled out. Wasn't E-Town Concrete part yeah, of Yeah, E-Town Concrete. Strangely enough, I, when I, w- I actually worked for the city for a little while, and my boss was the lead singer's uncle. Really? Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. E- E-Town Concrete, again, the lead singer, I don't remember his name, but yeah, E-Town Concrete was an Elizabethan band. Um, in fact, the lead singer was the, I believe, in the, the captain of the football team in the Elizabeth High School. What? You know, cool. E-Town Concrete is actually one of my favorite bands. Really great. Um, I wish they were still doing things, but they're not because they kind of disbanded. 
But uh, we had an image back then. Yeah. <laughs> um, me and Monkey Man, we actually uh, went to two shows here in uh, Elizabeth that were really, really good. The first one, we went to this place called Bamboleo, which oh, was yeah. near the port. And we there was this really cool uh, Mexican power metal band called Luz Bell that were doing a tour here in the United States. And we were when we got the word, we had to be there. Oh yeah. We we never we never saw a metal show in Elizabeth. We were like you know jizzing in our pants. Oh yeah. So we went there, and there was only two bands. The first one was like kind of like a Mexican punk band, and they were really cool. I forget their name, but their gimmicks they all wore Mexican wrestler masks. <laughs> oh yeah. And they, they were really really they were cool. cool. They were really cool. Like we 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 sat them out. We really didn't do it. But Luz Bell was amazing. They played a great set. The pit was fantastic. Oh, yeah. And to yours truly, um, I've been in a couple of bands myself. I am an avid singer. On uh, the, um, the last song of the set, the lead singer got so wasted he couldn't sing, so he let me sing Breaking the Law uh, with the band. So there I was oh, wow. in the show, and that was really, really fun. Now, the, 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 the concert was a little pricey at 40 bucks. But if you if you think about it and fucking in our in our own, but you don't town, regret it. Mm-mm. No, mm. we don't regret it. All right. That we was... had an amazing time. Uh, we had a blast, and we I tell you right now, if we had to do it all over again, we fucking would. We totally would. Um, and I hope that more sh- like if that's like the tide of things to come, I hope more bands. Uh, decide to do shows here in Elizabeth. We used to have the Rexplex. Remember the Rexplex? Oh yes, indeed. Like you, you, you weren't. You probably weren't around during no, that I don't time. Think, no, I don't think so. In like '97, up to '97, there was a place near the IKEA called the Rexplex that was erected for a little while. Shut up. Um, <laughs> well, uh, are you gonna be part of this? No. Um, it was. It was erected for a little while. It was kind of like ghetto Chuck E. Cheese. What? Where yes, it was. like they had like things for kids, like they have arcade machines. But it was also a place. It was an open area inside where you could uh, play paintball, play soccer. You know, they had fields and everything, and it was really cool. But you know, and they did concerts. I saw Andrew WK there. I saw ble- I I went to the Hell Festival where I saw Damage Plan and Bleeding Through. Sweet. I mean, it was a really cool place. And then it just went away. And because, you know, everything was fucking expensive as hell. Oh, yeah. But I said to myself, why get rid of it all entirely? Why don't I just keep it as a concert hall? They even did wrestling events there, which was really cool. And uh, it, and, and it was, if places like that were around, there could be more of a metal scene or music scene in general here in Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we need one. We oh, honestly yes, need one. You know, like, I'm kind of starving for one. I mean, we cannot starve on fucking delis all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if it's just Latin bands. I mean, I got nothing but listening to a bunch of Latin bands. Like, I, that's why I'm glad that Coco Bongo. I spoke to the the one of the uh, the, the bouncers. The one, yeah, one of the bouncers, and they and there is like they're trying to be more of a shift because yeah, yeah. it's a really it's a really nice venue. It's really yes. really nice. We weren't me and uh, uh, Dominican kid here. We went inside. We loved it. It was really nice. It was open. There was a lot of space to do a lot of cool things, yeah. you know. And there should be more shows there. And uh, okay, um, I'm getting the the go ahead by my handler slash drug dealer <laughs> that uh, I need to wrap it up. So I'm gonna leave you with these sodomizer. So we're uh, slash sodomizer. Fuck you. Uh, so we're gonna wrap. What's the name of my band, the Apocalyptic Sodomizers. <laughs> Get out of here, you. All right. So we're all gonna leave you. At... Oh, we're gonna say uh, good farewell from Middle Kingdom at the same time. 
We're yeah. gonna say farewell yeah. from him. So we're each gonna leave you uh with a parting word. Monkey Man, do you have any parting words? Hmm. Nothing I could think of at the moment, but well, Rata Blanca. Ah <laughs> And as for me, uh uh I just want people to you know, be willing to not listen just to what's like popular out there. Get crazy. Look through YouTube. Type in odd shit. Be experimental with your metal and expand always your mind. Expand your mind. Read, motherfuckers. <laughs> and most important of all, for always keep it metal. And for me and my compatriots, we say farewell oh, from the oh, metal oh, kingdom. Oh, oh. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>